I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Millennials Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. Unfortunately, this week, the drought. We're still stuck on the spice world of Arrakis, dry as a bone. Indeed, we, indeed we are. Very, very Arrakis-like around here. You know, it's dry, it's dusty. I'm getting high by going outside and breathing. Um, what a dream that would be. Oh, man. Honestly, Arrakis sounds great. <laughs> I don't know, right? Why are they right, why are they right now? You know, yeah. why does everybody hate it so much? I um, would be religious if Shai Halud was, you know, the what I was looking up to. I would, because he's there. True. I can see it. he's big. Mm-hmm. If there was a giant worm, I would probably worship it because yeah. it's a giant worm. You know, I feel like I feel like if I, I don't, I don't respect some kind of like sky wizard, but I would respect a giant fucking worm. A giant sandworm that I can see and can eat me if needed. Yes. And wouldn't even give a fuck. Wouldn't even give two shits about yeah. eating me either. It'd be something that he could pick out of his teeth later on, you know? Mm. Well, I guess one of those can't pick things out of their teeth. Has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess they have to find like a, like a big tree and they can go up to yeah. it and then get stuff out of their teeth. Big tree on a rack. Oh, the trees that are... Okay, a big stalagmite then. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Are there are I forget are the sandworms male and female or are they beyond gender? I would assume they're beyond gender. I feel like worms don't really have genders in the real life. They're all they're all hermaphrodites, right? Yeah, I tend to think so. I know, like when snails, like, all like snails are hermaphrodites. When they have sex, the goal is to penetrate the other snail without being penetrated yourself because you don't want to carry eggs. So, fun fact. So that it doesn't explicitly say if they have genders, but his nickname or nicknames are Old Man of the Desert, Old Father Eternity, and Grandfather of the Desert. So I guess they assume right. that he's male. They're assuming Shy Hood is, is male, but I don't know. I, I need to see some Frank Herbert fucking uh, uh, Let's dig him up on this. That's right. Not and we will not talk to fucking uh, Christopher or or Brian Anderson Brian, Brian whatever his name is. I'm thinking of Christopher Tolkien. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who I don't think is. I think he was published as his dad's stuff. Right? I don't think he actually writes his own any new shit. I don't, I don't really. think so. There are new. There was a new like Lord of the Rings novel released last year mm. by some other. It was like supposed to be like a lot of J.R. Tolkien stuff compiled by some other author that the estate has entrusted with some of it. I don't know. I don't really get that kind of I stuff. S- I'm just like, just let them, let them be done. I saw they going to make more movies. Yeah, and they sound bad. Just gonna go they ahead have, and say it. They, they say what they are yet? Do we know? We don't know too much, but apparently there are rumblings that they want this to be kind of like a cinematic universe they want it to be like a this and a that and apparently there's gonna be an aragorn movie and it's gonna focus very heavily on like love triangles and stuff so it sounds not great to me but i don't know please don't i mean don't can we not can we not there's already three great lord of the rings movies we can go back to whenever we want and there's the Hobbit movies, which are feature-length, much more than feature-length films. Oh, yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about the Hobbit movies. Mm. Um, and I guess if you like, I haven't even, I haven't seen the show. I have no idea if it's, it, what the quality level is. But if you want more, you can watch that Rings of Power show. Can we just mm. get the movies? These movies were good. They've literally won Oscars. They're like considered 
very, very good movies by both nerds and the public. Just let them live. Let them crystallize. Why do we have to do this? Would you, in, like, for, for your opinion, would you rather them remake Lord of the Rings okay. or make these new fucking movies? God, that's like, would you want to be shot or stabbed? <laughs> um, I guess I would rather them make the new movies because mm. I don't know. I just think I just think most most remakes are not great, and these movies were. I mean, the Lord of the Rings movies still look great. Like people complain about certain parts, but I'm just like movies don't even. I haven't seen a single movie that looks like Lord of the Rings ever again. I've not seen a single no. fantasy series really take itself that seriously and have like a real auteur behind the camera who just goes for it. So like even the stuff like Game of Thrones, like it looks good, I guess, but there's just nowhere near the level of like character and craft that went into the Lord of the Rings movies. So yeah, yeah, I just, just don't read if you, I guess if you got to make these new ones, make them, I just won't give a fuck about them, but don't touch the old ones. And I'm, I'm not some guy who's like, ah, they're sacred to me. I don't even like Lord of the Rings as a book. I mean, it's fine, but I think Tolkien's writing style is not for me personally so i prefer the movies which i thought did a pretty good job of distilling that story down into a fucking nine and a half hour uh epic uh uh in the end or is it more than that is it more than nine hours or something? it's like 12 or some shit like it's I mean, each one long. extended is the, the return of the king rescinded is extended as over four hours and the other ones are a little very close to four hours so yeah about 12 hours jesus god i mean but still sure that's that's good that's fine watch one a day i don't give a shit yeah but like yeah, don't, I mean, just leave it alone. It's, make some new shit. Do a new thing. I know. You know? Especially now that I've been reading a whole lot more in the past couple of years, I'm like, there's so many good book series that haven't even, like, been tapped just yet. Yep. Do that stuff first before you start remaking everything, you know? Or even then, just make a whole goddamn new IP. I mean, yeah, just that would be the dream. Just a whole new shit. Like, I mean, it's gonna sound weird, but they got a D&D movie coming out. Yes. Uh, pretty soon which i want to go see actually okay. um i was i was invited to go see it and that seems fun to by me. Uh, chris pine um, yes chris pine was like can you come smith come see our movie okay. i don't really he came me hat in hand i was like listen the buzz isn't great <laughs> um it looks fun to me it yeah. looks you know what fine here's a here's a you know what here's a fun little com like action comedy fantasy movie which you don't, you don't get many of those is the thing like yeah. fantasy movies are few and far between um but you know what? It's not a new IP. Most things in it are new to the screen, especially. Holy shit. There's never been a fucking Red Wizard of Fae on a goddamn movie screen before. So yeah, an owlbear. An owlbear is also pretty new, I think, to the to the screen. It won't be as good as the first D&D movie. I understand that. But it has I mean, no one's expect chance. No one has expecting that high of a standard to come out of this exactly. one. Exactly. Hugh Grant is Hugh Grant. He's no Jeremy Irons. I'm sorry. So yeah. Hugh, just, you know, slow your roll, my friend. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, fantasy stuff is hard to come by, and I don't. I I, I would like some fantasy that 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 is. Um, I would say middle brow, I guess, right? Because I would consider Lord of the Rings for being a fantasy series. It's a pretty high brow, you know. It's it it deals with yeah. it has actual like themes and stuff. Exactly, he like fucking had a whole link master's degree in linguistics and made hmm. ten languages just to write the first book. It's like okay, I yeah. get it. Good good for you. Yeah, and it's fine, you know, but I just think stop trying to milk everything to death. Just let it be done, you know? Yeah, I completely feel you. But like if it was Star, if it was Star Trek or something, sure. Star yeah, Trek's a fucking TV show. Make as much Star Trek as you want till I die. You can keep making Star Trek. That's fine. Yeah, but some things are just done, you know, but we'll say this. There was a pretty. Big win for original storytelling, which was that everything, everywhere, all at once won not only the Oscar for Best Picture, but it won every single Guild Award for Best Picture this year. And the above the line talent um, all won Oscars. Everyone except for Stephanie Sue won the Oscar for the movie. And. Um, A24, an independent studio, won every acting category because it also made The Whale, which Brendan Fraser won for. Um, so it's it's kind of a cool time for independent stuff. You know, they they just won. 
I, I'm a person who saw everything everywhere all at once last year. The day like the day it was available to me, I saw it. I saw it twice. I loved it. I was like, this is going to be a you know generation-defining movie. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, this shit is not winning any Oscars. There is no fucking way they're going to go for this. There's hot dog fingers. There's rocks that can't talk. There's all this kind of stuff that the Oscars just don't go for. But I have been, rightfully, been made into a fool. Seth, I just want to point out, most rocks can't talk. That's most rocks. Well, no, but the most famous name. rock in the movie industry can talk. That's <laughs> And he's a big fucking bitch, it and turns out. The biggest bitch in the world, apparently. <laughs> the, the, what, I've, but, uh, what I've learned with people who are famous, the bigger they are physically, with the exception yeah. of Dave Bautista, they have the brittlest uh, self-image. Yeah, yeah um, that's true. But Seth, you're absolutely right. When I first saw the trailer for e, for the movie, I was like so hyped. I was I was fucking in immediately. Yeah. But I thought to myself, this is never. This is gonna be a movie I'm gonna love, but no one's gonna fucking ever appreciate. You know, for what it really is. And yeah. I was wrong, and I'm happy about that. I, mean, that's I was good. completely wrong. Um. So yeah, good good job to those guys. I can only imagine the how big the blank check being written for the Daniels for the next movie is. Mm. Um. So yeah. Good, good on them. Good on the, the Oscars. They, they almost never get it right. But mm. in 2019, they got it right with Parasite, and this year they got it right with everything everywhere. So didn't they? Didn't they give the best picture one time to the fucking Green Book? They the year before Parasite won, they gave it mm. to Green Book. Yes, gotcha. Um, Which, as we all know, is a movie that has stood the test of time, and yes. it's great. And Viggo Mortensen should be. Um, Please, this performance. Mm. Yeah, the thing is, is like I do think it's weird that Stephanie Sue didn't win uh, the award that Jane Lee Curtis won. Yeah, it's also weird that Jane Lee Curtis has never won an Oscar before. That is a fact that blew my mind a little bit because yeah. she's just like one of the most consistent actresses. But once again, and with this movie, also I was I, when I think about, it, I was like, she's very successful actress, but she really doesn't do awardsy type movies really mm. that's just not really her thing and even with everything everywhere i'm like this isn't an awards movie by any means but turned out to be so but yeah good for her she's great was she even nominated for her my favorite performance by her which is in true lies i doubt she it's was nominated for true lies i i do agree with you i think she's great in that she's movie. incredible in that movie i mean that's it's a first of all great flick incredible movie everyone should see it and i think she's fucking fantastic in it i mean yeah. That'd you want to see? She would have gotten if you want to see James Cameron actually make a movie, then oh yeah, um, go for that one. No Watch doubt. anything before Avatar, and you'll see an incredible film. Yes. That, but yeah, it's so bizarre she hasn't won an award because she's just one of those actresses, and I'm like, this is a motherfucking actress. This is like a, this is like somebody I know, you know, like has done incredible work. Yep. And I'm here for the the Brendan Fraser comeback, by the way. Of course I am. True Lies was only nominated for one Academy Award, and it was for Best Visual Effects. Makes sense. Did, what, did it win? Um, It did not. However, what did it lose to? Screen Actors Guild of 1995 did nominate Jamie Lee Curtis for Best Supporting Actress. Okay. All right. But what won Best VFX on that? On that? Do you, does, um, does it say? I am very curious now what beat True Lies. Oh, but it's a... The winner was the winner was Speed. Oh, actually, okay, never mind. Right. No, no, actually, no, no, no. It's actually much worse. <laughs> Speed oh, no. won Best Sound Effects. Best what? Visual Effects went to the movie that won Best Picture in 1995. That has stood the test of time. Forrest Gump. <laughs> I mean, I can't be mad about that. There were three nominees that year: Forrest Gump, True Lies, and The Mask. The, wait, like out the mask with Jim the Carrey, Jim the Carrey the mask, Jim and Carrey one of robbed. one of the credited visual effects artists' name is Steve Spaz Williams. In quotes, Ooh. his name is Spaz. That name has to the test of time for sure. Yeah, this is on the mask, I assume. Yes, the mask. Oh, he he fit right in. Yeah, <laughs> they're like it's Spaz they like, this in guy? here. We need him. He gets it. He understands. It's like a uh, screaming, uh, screaming George, the uh, the uh, gore guy. It's like, yep, makes sense. Yeah, but I yeah. agree. 
Jamie Lee Curtis should have should have won a long time ago. Um, I thought Stephanie Sue did a fucking incredible job. I mean, she definitely did a great job in that yeah. movie. I mean, there's not a single bad performance. I, even even the fucking like characters who get one or no lines, like that bald security guard guy who shows up a thousand yeah. times in all the fight scenes. I was like, this guy rules. Like yeah, he's just having he's a great. great time. And yeah, and Kiki Kwan has. Uh, just been on the award circuit, winning everything. What well, it's just a great comeback story. Like, who would have thought yeah. that the guy who played um, Short Round would just round. Um, come back forty years later and be in like a, a movie that's going to be a, a a classic someday? Yeah. So good for him. I saw him uh, him hugging Harrison Ford, and they had a, a moment, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. I just, I just want to see them now in a movie when they, when they get back together and it's, it's old Indiana Jones and a and short. I bet the people who made Indiana Jones five are kicking themselves that they didn't like see everything everywhere first before they wrote the script. Mm. They would have put Kiki Kwan in that movie so fucking fast. There's actually a Disney Plus show coming out with the same fucking cast. As yes, CEO. it's got Michelle Yeoh and Kiki Kwan and Stephanie Sue in it. Wait, is it called American Born Chinese? I think that's what it's called. It's got some title like book. that. And the, it looks not like the comic book that I remember from college. So yeah. That's weird. But yeah, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Was like, oh, everyone was like, sign them up. Sign the <laughs> whole cast. So yeah, the, um, you know, somebody called it a more family friendly version of the movie. And I'm like, is, is EEAO a, a not family friendly movie? I will say this, and this is a weird anecdote I have. Oh, right, the dildo, I forgot. Right? Ooh, that's the thing. But I, I did recommend this movie to somebody in real life because, you know, they're into, like, it's the first I know who is into, like, science fiction and, like, even has talked about multiverses before. So, like, they'll probably enjoy this movie. They, like, they, they seem to be fun. They went and saw it, and when they came, the next time I saw them, they didn't mention the movie at all. And I asked, because I knew they'd seen it, so I asked them how she felt the movie. And they were like, yeah, honestly, it was a little too weird for me. It was way too sexual for me. And I was like, what? Like, I, I can see maybe the it's too outrageous. And maybe you're just like, you know, into more streamlined stories or something. Maybe that's what it was. But too sexual was a very interesting critique I've, I've seen of everything everywhere. I don't even understand. The, there's only one sexual element in the whole movie there, that I this, remember. Just the dildo, right? There's an early moment, like a joke, where she thinks that he's trying to like come on to her in the in the closet or whatever. Remember yeah. at, the, uh, at the IRS place? That's that's like a throwaway joke. Yeah. Like, even, what? So it's, I guess I, the only thing I imagine is it's got to be the dildos and the butt plugs. I guess. But or yeah, the butt plug. It's like. But I, I was I didn't I didn't pry anymore. I was just like okay, okay, cool. <laughs> Talking about something else because <laughs> I was like. I'm sure if I go down this rabbit hole, I'm going to learn something weird about this person. And I'm just going to just keep it at that. Okay. Seth, I have to tell you about something. Oh, no. I think you probably know the story already. Okay. The audience has not heard the story, I don't believe. There was one time when I went to go see a movie with somebody on what I thought in my brain was a date. And it turned out it was not a date. And I'll tell you why it wasn't a date, Seth. The movie went to go, okay, first of all, I'm, I'm going to tell you the setup here. I show up in the theater. I'm there. I'm chilling, waiting. She shows up. Her family's there, too. Mother, father, both uh, younger siblings are there as well. The, the whole gang. I'm like, okay, I guess they're going to see something else. No, they buy a ticket for the same movie we're going to go see. Now, Seth, the year, cast your mind, you're not going to remember this. The year was... Oh, you don't. It doesn't. Hold on. I got. I got I'm. Actually, I'm gonna have to fact because I, I remember this. Okay, the year 2002. Okay, so this is like. Two. So it's like Spider-Man Two or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is back when that was out uh, in theaters. It was not Spider-Man Two. Okay. Can you imagine what it was? <sighs> is it okay? So is it like a a raunchy comedy or is it like a gory like action movie? It is a prequel to one of the best thrillers of all time was it red dragon it was red fucking dragon my friend the prequel to silence of the lambs damn i really got that one i did not think you I are, really that, but. that's amazing but we sit down in the theater me her parents two younger siblings who are ages 
I'm not shitting you 12 and 8. And Red Dragon starts to play. That's not a 12 and 8 year old movie. And they sat there the entire time. And watched the whole goddamn movie. And it was at this point I realized these people are trashy. <laughs> like, <they laughs> you cannot bring your children. At some point, you gotta realize probably the point when the pants pissing shit happens or when Ralph Fiennes eats a goddamn painting. This is not for children to watch, I don't think. Also, the cannibalism. Watch the whole goddamn movie. I don't know what scarring effects has had on these children's minds. I don't remember, but it was definitely an experience for me. It's funny. I went to go see the new Scream movie over the, this weekend, which, by the way, mm. fucking rules. Oh, Maybe really? the second best Scream movie ever. Maybe. Oh, Definitely shit. top three, too. in my opinion. Yeah. After mm. Scream 1 for me. But yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's definitely in the top three Scream movies. And I, I Scream, Scream wow. is my favorite horror franchise so i was really into this movie but at one point um somebody like leaves the theater to go to the bathroom i guess and it's a a literal child this person could not have been more than like eight years old and i'm just and this movie is this is one of the this movie's pretty gory like for even for a screen movie wasn't are you sure it wasn't a hobbit no this was a small child okay and they just hop down to go to the bathroom they come right back up and i'm just like i mean here's the thing i watched a bunch of crazy shit when i was young i'm not gonna pretend i didn't but I didn't see it in theaters. I had to, mm. had to you know, kind of find DVDs somewhere or go to a friend's house or you would get the movies or something. Yeah. I couldn't just go to a theater and see Scream 6. Okay, hold on a second though, Seth. Our dad did want to bring us a bootleg copy of Saw to watch when you were very much a child. That is true. But I, our dad does not keep up with the movie trends as much as we do. True, so he probably true. thought Saw was like an action movie. Which is, oh yeah, the main <laughs> character's name is Saw. And he, fuck, he his wife is dead because he, this, is a, this is a movie with a male character in it. Shaft exists. Judge yeah. Dredd. You know what? You're not His name can be Saw. Why not? Yeah. De- De- Detective Saw is here. Yeah. Also wanted to shout out those bootleg movies that our dad would bring us because... Oh, yeah. They were they were bootleg in the way that it was recorded in the theater. So yes. you would you would hear people talking, you would see people getting up. The quality mm. was horrible. You couldn't see shit. I remember the, the the ones we watched the most. We watched Saw, and then we watched Madagascar, a great double oh feature God. of bootlegs, and then Star Wars Two: Attack of the Clones, which we had seen yes. in theaters, and then we yeah. decided to watch the bootleg as well. We could have just gotten the DVD of the movie. Yeah. So, but no, we chose bootleg. Yeah, man, bootleg. It's hey, kids these days don't know about those kinds of bootlegs. That's the one thing I'll. That's the one boomer thing I'll say is like those bootlegs. Mm. Now these days, you just hook up an Ethernet cord and you can find some torrent site that has it in two seconds in high quality. No, no, no. Ours were recorded in the theater by a man who was not very good at his job. A brave soul who. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, defy the MPAA and the federal government. You wouldn't download a car type bullshit. Yeah. Um, speaking of the of the kids, Seth, of the Zoomers. Of the Zoomers. The government is considering banning TikTok. Yes. It seems to be on the fast track to happen. They want, they want to ban TikTok. And I'm not a TikTok guy. I can't figure out TikTok. I don't know how it works or anything. I know that it exists. It's a platform for short videos it's not vine so i don't care um and i'm pretty sure the only reason that tiktok is being targeted is because it's a chinese company yes. it's owned by a chinese company you i think are closer to tiktok than i am only marginally but sure um i've i'm also never downloaded the app uh, i see them on reddit sometimes and like reposted other places um so i'm not super familiar with it but i do tend to agree that it is um, because of this chat. Because I think we should ban TikTok for other reasons, which is that um, it's horrible and it's ruined everyone's attention span in the entire world and the way that we well, I didn't see like videos it. on and the then, internet. And then I found out it's a Chinese plot to destroy America. And now I'm all for it. Well, that's, I mean, that's cool too. Now I support TikTok. Um, but that, that's just my personal stance. Um, but yeah, it does seem like it's because it's China. There's like this, and there's like a big wave right now of like, China is spying on us. They are our enemy. Yeah. And I think it's mostly just because the American government has realized they have no way to drum up support 
on in mass anymore. So they're just hoping to create an enemy, which is what we've done in the past to get people on the same side, or at least a, enough on one side. Um, because there's all these like Chinese spy balloons or whatever, which I don't even know if I even believe that that thing was from China or if it was actually a space, if it was a spy balloon. I don't know if I believe any of that, honestly. It was a weather balloon. We all, it's like, like we know. I just don't, I don't know. And then there was one thing in, uh, like something happened in Canada as well, where America tried to help yeah. them get something out of there. I'm just like, this seems really weird and targeted, like. Maybe I'm a Philistine here, but I I think that they're just trying to to drum up support for some kind of uh, worldwide campaign or nationwide. China campaign. has China has the same kind of spy satellites we do. They don't need a fucking balloon to see anything. That was the thing I was most confused about. I'm like, they need a balloon for this because if they need a balloon <laughs> for this, we're ahead of them. Like right. that's the thing. We shouldn't be worried. We're number right. one now. But I don't think that's the case. No. It's some some guy lost his weather balloon and he's probably going to get punished for it. But we all lost our goddamn minds over it for like a week. It is crazy. So crazy. Every time there's a weather balloon up in the sky, we lose our minds in this country. Remember Balloon Boy? Do you remember that week? Yeah, that was crazy. That was wild. Um, But you know what, Seth? This is the first ever, I believe, air to air kill for an F-22. So you know what? Good job, guys. You got got your fucking heart on. Your Top Gun! What do you know, baby? They're Mavericks. They did it. Oh my god. But yeah, so people are like, oh, TikTok is selling your information to the Chinese government. Facebook sells your your information to the American government. Yeah. Probably other governments, too. Exactly. I'm more worried about what the American government's going to do to me. Right, because I live in America. Exactly. If the, Chinese, if the Chinese people find out what my, I don't know, I don't even know what they can find out about me, honestly. I guess what kind of video games I like to play. And they use that information. They come all the way across the country to all the oceans, come to me and use it against me. They yeah. win. They win, okay? I'm yeah. just saying, they win. I mean, if Comrade G knows I have a crippling hentai addiction, it's fine. I don't live in, in his country. If Biden knows it, it's a problem. I live in his country. He's going to try and download your hard drive. Right, exactly. I've got the primo shit here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I don't, why would I give a single fuck if China has my information? It doesn't matter to me. They're not, they don't have any control over my life. Yeah. And if they do one day, they win. <laughs> That's my whole thing. It's like, I don't care about, like, there's a, a hundred, there's a hundred reasons that I would ban TikTok, but none of them are logical in any way it's just because i'm an i'm I'm an asshole and i just want i want people to watch movies that are two hours long about musical conductors that nobody cares about um but that's what i want but yeah i don't care i don't give a fuck about this this weird campaign against china now like Mm. i just i'm I'm not biting on it is the thing they they can drum up whatever they want with everybody else but that's not me i'm not like a huge china fan um but at the same time, the more that America tries to convince me they're bad makes me think they actually aren't bad, is the weird part. Like, I'm just contrarian yeah. about this, I guess. And, and once again, it's because, mostly because I live here, so I have full context, but at this point, I just trust, I, just don't, I don't trust the American government as far as I can throw them. So, no. I don't care what China has, truly. Because, like, oh, they're doing, they got Muslims in camps in Xinjiang, and I'm like... I lived through 9-11, my friend. I remember what it was like around here. And I know Guantanamo Bay still exists. Like, yeah. You know, don't lie to me, motherfucker. Exactly. We had internment camps in World War II. It's not, yeah. some, it's not like we're better than them in any way. We can't really do some moral measuring stick with against anybody, really, except maybe like Saudi Arabia. Like, it's just, mm. and we're in coots with them. <laughs> so it's like, who cares? Oh, but Seth, that's whataboutism. That's, 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 uh, you can't do that. That's a bad debate tactic. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Saudi Arabia, this is some crazy news that is so, is very small, reasonable, but (laughs) Saudi Arabia and Iran have now agreed to open embassies in their countries again to like talk to one another and get back on track for peace. And do you know why they did that? Why? Because China brokered a deal. Wow. Which is fucking crazy to me. Yeah, what like, the fuck did they do? <laughs> it's like, it's like Saudi Arabia is America's best buddy and Iran is our biggest fucking enemy. They hate us because they should. They have a great reason to not like us. How did China step into this gap and be like, listen, guys, actually, let's talk. Maybe they, communicate, maybe they communicated their message through TikToks. 
They sent short <laughs> videos over months, and it got through to them. Well, it's funny because they were like, oh, if you go on Chinese TikTok, it's all like patriotic videos and like kids doing science experiments, like history lessons and shit. And that's, they give us this degenerate version and get the cool version themselves. I'm like, yeah, good job on them. Yeah. Also, are you saying that if there's nothing stopping Americans from uploading that stuff on TikTok, we don't do it because right. we're dumb. <laughs> like, exactly. There's literally, it's not like if you upload a video of you talking about history, they take it down. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Nope, can't have that. You can't do science experiments on American TikTok. What? You're crazy. No, we just post stupid shit because we're dumb. Right. And I am like, willing to admit that. I'm cool with it. Yeah. It's, it's where we're at. They're like, oh, they get, they get to curate their their TikTok. They can, they can, the government can choose they want to see it. I'm like, sounds like they have a better plan than we do. It's, it's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Welcome to content moderation in America. People who... <laughs> People who work at Facebook and have to watch videos of, I don't know, people eating a fetus and they have to go and take 10 smoke breaks every second just to keep their heads on straight. Yeah. If China's got that shit figured out, they're ahead. Well, talking about fucking your, your information, I know now Facebook or Meta, as they're called now, yeah. is, is already being cooperative with state governments to hand over information on people seeking ways to get abortions. Yep. Um, or how to give themselves abortions at home. They're like, they're turning them into the cops. Like why the fuck should I give a single shit about China when that's happening to us here in our country? You know? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, just, <laughs> I don't care. I know. Once again, maybe if I lived in China, I'd feel different, but I've got the context of where I live and I just don't, I just don't trust them. I, I haven't for a long time. Did you see the Jordan Peterson tweet about China? No. Or hear about it? Is it? Okay, let me look this up real quick. Is he, he deleted it, but oh, okay. I, he tweeted a fucking uh, a quote tweet of a video where it was like this horrible thing is happening in the CCP. Can you imagine? And it was a video of guys naked on tables getting their dick sucked by machines. Like a machine was like, <laughs> and he was like, "They're horrible birth quotas. They're baby making factories in China." And I'm like, "What in the?" It, it, it's from a porn video. It's from a fucking fetish yeah. porn video with a with a goddamn literal matrix filter over it. I'm like, "Are you fucking for real?" You How do we even serious? know they were sucking their dicks? They could have been trying to wipe <laughs> the moisture off of their um, right machines on their penises, which is what they yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is just so. I watched the video. I was like, "Oh my god, this is fucking crazy!" And I was like, "Of course it's from porn. Of course it's from porn." Yeah. You know? Okay. Here's the thing. Think audience, everyone. Seth, you know this. Think about this real quick. Has there ever been a time in history when you have needed to forcibly extract semen from men? No, they no. give that shit away for free. Never happened. Probably never will happen. Yeah. Unless uh, unless a witch curses us with erections being painful, it will not be a problem to get semen from men. Yeah, and even then, I don't know if it will be, <laughs> it will be that hard. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Orgasms could probably hurt, and we probably still do it. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, sure, of course. <laughs> Puts you in agonizing pain, but I'll still do it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was just so he's, he's been on a real tear recently with saying some insane shit on Twitter, but that one took, yeah. me took the cake. Like every day I see a, a new article about some insane shit he tweeted and then, um, I decide not to engage with it because the yeah. man is crazy. I mean, truly he's, yeah. he's just lost it. Pretty sure he got brain damage, uh, from the, the Benzo. When, when I watched that video of him trying to explain how we define what happened, the concept of something happening, I was like, you've gone yeah. too far. We all know what that means as a very common right. word. It's not something you have to explain to anyone. Yeah, yeah. Philosophers can sometimes get their own ass about things um, and try to overthink things too much. And he's just gone completely off the deep end, all that nonsense. Um, oh, but so if we should talk about uh, the biggest news story in America right now, which is the Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, going Silicon uh, Valley Bank, which up. I, hey, here's the thing: I'm no business expert by any means, but if I open a business, I feel like the name Silicon Valley Bank does not inspire trust in my mind. If I had to choose someone to bank with, you know, because well, like I mean, you, you know, it's like Bank of America. Okay, I get that one. There's like SunTrust. It's got the word trust in the goddamn name. Yeah. 
Wells Fargo. I don't even know what it means, but I love the movie Fargo, so I'll, I'll trust you. Silicon Valley Bank has no catch to it. No rhythm, no nothing. I just wouldn't bank with them. Yeah. I mean, so basically what happened here, uh, for folks who don't know, is that some people in a fucking Silicon Valley entrepreneurs group chat were like, hey, I'm kind of nervous about SVB for some reason. Maybe we should get money out. And they started what's called a bank run. And they ran the fucking bank and pulled their money out. And now it has collapsed. Other banks are, being, are collapsing as well. They fucking halted trading today on Charles Schwab. Which is insane to me. That's a goddamn giant company. Yeah. And it was so halted because of this. companies in America. And so everyone losing their goddamn mind because the Silicon Valley Bank turns out is uninsured and can't fucking cover shit. And now Biden has come out and said that all the depositors will be covered and somehow taxpayers won't be responsible. So I want to know how that's going to work out. Yeah. Little, little think piece there. Um, I, I didn't hear about him saying that taxpayers wouldn't be responsible. Um, so, oh, that, I know what it means. I'm going to put a positive spin on this. That means that people like Jeff Bezos are going to pay for it because they don't pay taxes. They're not taxpayers. Right. There you go. So he'll pay for it. There we go. I, I saw some puppet from the government saying this we're, we're thinking of this as a bail in not a bail out <laughs> it's like it's not a pyramid scheme it's a reverse funneling system that we've turned mm. on its head it's like well huh so, i just want to think about it real fast the origin of the phrase bailout there's yeah. two meanings of bailout there is bailout the original way which is you're bailing water out of your sinking ship back into the ocean right yep. to, to make it more buoyant also, bailing out of a thing is going to crash. You're going to jump out. So bailing in, in this context, either means we're putting water into the sinking ship from the ocean, or we're going to jump into a crane that's about to crash. Yes. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't that's like either of those. <laughs> I don't want to bail in. I also don't want to bail out, because that's my money you're going to give them for their fuck up. Yeah. So just... But my whole thing is, like, isn't the whole point of capitalism is if your business fails, mm. then that's on you. You weren't successful. You got to pick up your pick up the sticks and go home. Yeah. But that's not with banks. It just doesn't work that way. It's just like, OK, well, here's OK. Keep running. Here's the money. No, no problem. Too, Seth, remember, too big to fail. We have companies that are too big to fail. Yeah. Which, once again, that's, the thing that bothers me the most about capitalism. Besides most of it, is that it doesn't have to play by its own rules, right? It can be socialism if it if it benefits the people at the top. Yeah, it can be, but it just it doesn't work that way for most people. So kind of sucks. Like like the idea of a company being too big to fail that makes sense to me in a socialist state. Yeah, yes. if the company that governs the hospitals, the, the the government company that handles hospitals, is failing for some reason, yeah, that's too big to fail. We need to figure out a way to fit to solve that. Yeah. That's like capitalism, though. It's like people who complain that the post office loses money. I'm like, yeah, it's a service. It's right. not a private company. It doesn't have to no. make money. That's not the point of the USPS. The post office is the Costco hot dog of our government. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's the loss leader. Yeah, that's so dumb to me. But yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm with you, Seth. Why suddenly do we have to have, are they going to get bailed out by by my money, my taxpayer dollars, for their fuck-up. But when my student loans are going to get cancelled, they want to come in and be like, oh, fuck no, actually. You can't get your loans cancelled. So what's... Yeah. I know hypocrisy doesn't matter to anybody. No one cares about saying you're a hypocrite. But it is hypocrisy. Like, it is. Yeah. There's no way around it. Um, speaking of one of the world's greatest hypocrites who we have to talk to, talk about at least once a week on this show, Elon Musk. Oh, God. Did you hear about the guy on Twitter who got fired and tried to reach out to Elon Musk about it. Oh, the guy from like Iceland or something like that. I don't know where he's from, but he, yeah, he's, you know, he's from, yeah. he tweeted like, Hey Elon, my computer no longer works. And I assume I'm employed at Twitter. Um, what's going on? And then Elon's like, uh, what do you like reading out these tweets? I was losing my fucking mind that someone would actually talk to another person this way. Cause yeah. like he doesn't say anything like, Oh, hey, yeah, some people got let go today or anything. All he's, like, the first thing he says is, oh, what do you do at Twitter? And then the guy's like, well, I'm not allowed to say because the lawyer's like, can you give me clearance? And then 
all Elon says is it's approved, which I don't even, I don't think that is going to hold up in court. Like if you break an NDA, I don't think it's approved works, but whatever. And so then the guy like kind of lists out his resume stuff he did and like, oh, I upgraded the website's interface from this, you know, from, from like this. And I hired all these people. And then once again, no compassion at all. Elon's like, you upgraded it from what to what? We haven't hired a UX designer in four months. How are you in How are you head of hiring? All this stuff. And then it turns out that the guy actually has like mus muscular dystrophy. And so he can't um, type as much as most people. So um, Elon was like, oh, yeah, the guy can't. He was like, he was like, you can't be fired if you're not working, which is yeah. the most insane thing a person can possibly say, because especially, especially him, especially, especially him, because logically it makes no sense at all. And figuratively, it still makes no sense at all. So it's just the most insane thing possible. And then, but the but the biggest reward of the story was that by the end of it, um, people were like, you know, you might want to talk to this guy. And finally, apparently, they had a phone call with each other. And it turns out that the reason this guy worked at Twitter was because his company had been bought out by Twitter at one point. And so, if they fire him, he's owed like a, a couple million dollars settlement. Yeah. And once all that was out, Elon was like, he is still working at Twitter. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. How about you fucking show even a crumb of being a manager like that is the most if somebody if i'm the, the fucking head of twitter and somebody somebody tweets at me and says hey i think i've been laid off what's going on i'm just gonna immediately reach out to them and be like hey let's talk about this elon just decides to be the biggest fucking jackass in the world and now i've met the one person who i completely respect for not quitting their job at twitter if i had a deal where if i got fired they had to pay me i'd fucking sit at that desk for years I'd put up with all that shit because I'm just like, what are you going to do about it? Truly. Yeah. So good on this guy. And once again, fuck Elon Musk. You're a fucking complete dumb piece of shit. Well, I have some thoughts on this, actually. Okay. Um, interesting thing about this this situation is that, <clears throat> I mean, just in my mind, but you said, if someone said, hey, I've been fired or whatever, you know, let's, let's assume in the fantasy land where CEOs do work. And actually yeah. have things to do. At the least you could do is have a person reach out to him that works for you. Somebody yeah. who's in charge of this. Yeah. Not do it on fucking Twitter, proving you have nothing to do. You have hours to sit there and tweet at this guy? What are you doing with your That's day? That's my thing. Okay. If you look at the amount that man tweets every day, there's no way he's actually working. There's literally right. no busy. way. And also this guy, who I wish I remember his name. He's got a, he's got, he's got a funny fucking European name. I think his name is uh, Halibi? Halil? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Well, the thing is, this guy is actually very, pretty famous in this country. Um, do you know why he's famous? No. Because as part of the Twitter deal, there's two ways to do what he did. And he chose the way that would... Uh, basically, you can get it done as wages, which is what he chose to do, or you can get a lump sum. Lump sum is not taxed. Wages are taxed very heavily by the government. He chose to get it done as wages because he wanted to pay into the social system of his country because he apparently, at one point, was almost destitute. And if not for his government's social safety net, he would be probably dead. But they managed to help him and get him to where he has his company. It could be bought by Twitter. And so he was made a big deal about this thing. Like, I'm going to do this because I want to make sure you get as much money as you can out of this deal. Wow. Because you helped me. And I got to respect that. Yeah. Because if he was fired from Twitter and all this money, it would, it would then go to their government. So it would be good in the end for their, their social services system to get this big lump sum of money, basically, from his, from his firing. But, you know, he's yeah. still paying a ton of money, basically, every year in taxes out of this, which is good. I mean, yeah, and he acknowledges it. I know it is. And that's great. So, yeah, good on that guy. If there's only one employee left at Twitter by the end of the year, I hope it's that. I hope he's just sitting in his fucking desk and just yep. chewing on whatever he wants, because that, that's amazing to me. I, I don't usually give a shit about Twitter clapbacks and whatnot, yeah. but it was super fucking funny to see him talk about how he gets up every morning and he... With his wife and his kids, and they all they they, they love each other so much. And I'm like, he's saying it to Elon Musk, <laughs> whose wife fucking left him, and his kids all yeah. hate him and shit. Has the like, biggest divorce energy ever. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I've never seen so much divorce man energy. But dude, the, the fucking tech billionaires, they get it. Like, Bezos has it, Musk has it. I'm like, guys, this is truly sad. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that's, I think it, yeah. that's the way we're going to, we will kind of win over these guys in the end is once they realize everyone's laughing at them. Cause right now it's very, it's very easy for them to create echo chambers around themselves. 
And apparently people like Elon Musk even have enough sway to get world famous comedians like Chris Rock to suck their dick on stage. But I'm not going to do that. I don't give a f- no. either. You don't have enough money to make to make me respect you. You don't have it. So we're all just going to laugh at you. Because the thing is, the thing about Elon Musk is in real life, I have yet to meet a person who actually like is an Elon boy. Every time I bring him up at like work or around people, they're all like, oh, yeah, that guy sucks. Right. I'm like, yes, yeah. obviously. And you work in tech. Yes. Where most of his cultists would be. And there's no, there's no fucking salt of the earth, like, fucking truck drivers out here who are, like, loving Elon Musk. You know, guys who, who would love Donald Trump don't like this fucking guy. Yeah. Like, he, they, they think he sucks shit. Because he does suck shit. And yeah. He, he's he knows it, I think. a lame dork. Like, truly. He's not cool. And that's the, th- that's the thing. And is he wants to be cool and he wants to be funny. And he's neither of those things. He wants it so bad, man. He wants it so bad. Yes. But you cannot buy a poster's heart. You, you, you are born with it or you learn it. You cannot buy it. You I'm can't sorry. Buy it. And you don't get it from being privileged is a thing, right? And it's just so funny to me because, like, I think that's the reason he bought Twitter is that he was tired of laughing at him and making fun of him on Twitter. Um, Yeah, because he he wanted to make it a – his whole thing was like, oh, I'm going to bring freedom of speech back to Twitter. But really he just wanted – he just wants to silence people. He just wants people who don't like him to not be there. And he immediately did that. He started banning anyone who said anything bad about him. And then people were like, hey – don't do that. And he's like, okay, I'll let him back in, whatever. Um, which was just, it was just like, you just showed your, you showed your whole ass right there. So like, why? I don't, I don't get it. I still don't understand Twitter. I don't use it anymore. And I'm um, just, I just, I just wish that some other app would come along, do the same shit and then it would be gone. I mean, it's so funny that you quote Twitter when it is objectively right now the best it's ever been. Um, you, you cannot pay what well, you can, I guess, pay to be on Twitter, the entertainment you get out of seeing all these idiots just constantly run their mouths all day and be the dumbest motherfuckers possible. I saw a good YouTube video where what he was talking about Twitter for a little bit, and then the guy was like, "Is did they have some conference among all the assholes in the world to change their pictures to statues of dead philosophers? Mm. Like, have you noticed that? that every prof- If you see that profile picture, you know they're about to say the stupidest shit in the fucking world. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? What started that? What? When did they all make this this unilateral decision? I guess I think that they what we all think is they are they're going to be the two kids from Ender's Game. They're going to be his his brother and sister who mm. who used uh, Greek philosophers as their screen names online and changed the goddamn world through posting. Like his brother postulated in the fucking presidency. Yeah, I'm like you're not going to postulate in the presidency, my friend. Trump did that, but he was a billionaire, so. Yeah. Maybe one day, maybe one day, some guy on something awful will be president and he will do it through <laughs> posting. Holy God, can you imagine if you run for president and they found your old essay posts? Holy imagine shit. If, imagine one of the guys that you talk to on essay right now becoming president. <laughs> oh God, what if Jeffrey was president? That'd be crazy. Um, Shout out Jeffrey. Yeah, the owner, the new owner of something awful. Jeffrey oh, Jeffrey okay. Post. I thought uh, some, just somebody yeah. on your forums. <laughs> no, no, no. The guy who owns it now. Oh my god, they're having they're having a fucking crisis on there as well. I'm not gonna get into that. That's that's deep lore. Seth, and this is a silly question. This is probably better addressed to Marcus because he, but he's not sure. here. So I'll ask you: Have you or are you going to check out the Resident Evil Four remake demo? Uh, you know I'm not. Okay, but um, I've been watching some people like uh, theme song maker Ben Powell play it on Twitch, mm-hmm. and it definitely looks good. For, yeah. you know, the Resident Evil remakes have been some of the more successful remakes, I'd say. I was playing it today, and this is not just a remake of Resident Evil 4. This is a whole-ass new fucking video game they have made using the loose structure of Resident Evil 4. Like, the things they have changed are is absolutely insane. Like, if you've have you seen, like, the parrying you can do in this game now? Yes, I actually did see that. <laughs> you can, like, parry attacks. You can shoot things out of the air. And then, like, and, and I don't, it was just, like... You can now dodge and shit. It's crazy, dude. I have no idea what they're doing right now. It's fun as hell, though. Okay. Well, that's... Hey, that's what all video games should be, right? It's fun as hell, so I'll give it that. Um, but yeah, I'll be, I'll be curious to get I, for Marcus. Yeah, I do want to... Maybe he'll stream it this point. week. Oh, yeah. We can hop in there fun. and watch him. Um, but yeah, good, good for the Resident Evil guys. I mean, they really are... Um, a lot of video game remakes... Uh, don't get super great buzz, but this, all the ones so far have been great for Resident Evil, so mm. good, good for them. Yeah, 
The only one that I think was mid was RE3, um, because it didn't do a whole lot and came out very quickly after RE2, kind of capitalizing on that uh, success. Speaking of video games, I wanted to bring this up. People mm. on the internet are insane. But this time, okay. for a positive, I'm going to say a positive thing about people on the internet. Modding communities and games are full of some of the people who are like salt of the earth. I've been playing, I j just started playing um, Elden Ring again because somebody made a mod called Seamless Co-op. Have you seen this? They have basically made it so that you can play Elden Ring with your friends without any weird bullshit, any weird finger trash, bad matchmaking, anything. You just say, here's the password of my world. Everyone join in. You guys are all in the world together. No, you can fight all the bosses together. You can fight all the regular enemies together. If you wanted to use the other mods like randomizers, you can do all that together as well. You can all have random enemies, random items on the same seeds. And it just works perfectly. I mean, it take, it does take a little bit incredible. to install. It takes it takes a little bit of work to install it. Um, but honestly, not that much. Like maybe an, an hour or so of like kind of make, moving stuff around. And it, it literally works flawlessly. And I'm like, this is made by like a couple guys on the internet who were just like, wanted to fix the co-op for Elden Ring and they did better than a multi-million dollar company did on their own own game. I, I'm just I was playing this and I'm like I'm playing all my friends. I'm like are you guys as amazed by this as I am? And they're like oh, yes. And I'm like this is crazy. This is abs absolutely insane. Does it like scale up any HP so that, yep. so that it takes all of you like not just bosses like regular enemies get scaled up too? I don't know about the regular enemies as much but I know the bosses have. Um, at least, right. at least some, um, and you can choose that option too. Like some people are just like, "Oh, don't scale it up," and we'll just kind of be monsters throughout the game, and then yeah, um, yeah, all kinds of options. You can even turn on friendly fire if you want to beat the fuck out of your friends. Um, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's just there, and it works. And I'm just I'm I'm over I'm just absolutely amazed that people are able to just add this to the game on a whim. I mean, it took them like That's a little so over a year cool. and a half to do it, but fucking good for them. That's cool as hell. It is that honestly is fucking cool. Absolutely insane. And then there's so many other mods for Elden Ring, and obviously for like Minecraft and all those like RimWorld. I just can't believe that people are able to like for free just make so much cool stuff. Oh my god, dude! The number of RimWorld mods there are is truly insane. Yeah, absolutely goddamn. It's point where you're like, oh god, I can't. I don't can't tell if what's happening right now is because of some mod or if it's because of this other mod or if it's because of my specific mod loader or if it's because of the vanilla game <laughs> then you're like right let me turn everything off real quick and see what the problem is there are some folks who have been playing modded minecraft for so long they can't remember vanilla mechanics at all yeah they haven't even seen any new vanilla mechanics in years yeah and the thing about RimWorld for me and i think binding of isaac as well the, I, any game that hooks into like steam workshop is a fucking thing of beauty like the fact that you can just go on, because like the thing about the Elden Ring mods is you gotta like download all this shit and you gotta use like yeah. Nexus mods, which I refuse to use. So I like find the source code elsewhere. Um, and but like on RimWorld, I can literally just go get three hundred mods in like ten minutes and then just have them all turned on as soon as I want. Crazy, yeah. absolute lunacy. So yeah, big shout out to people who like literally just do a bunch of free work um, to yeah. make games better. So cool. Um, recently, I started playing um, Octopath Traveler, the first one. First one, not even Never the second one. It. Never played it. Starting it now, trying to see what's up because I just was very I was hankering for a JRPG. Okay. Um, did you see recently we talk about the JRPG nonsense that happened? About when the, they said uh, that JRPGs are like how they had to like be classified differently. Oh, right. This is last week we talked about the crazy, the racism and the, the uh, yeah. old X play stuff. Oh, oh, I watched that clip after the show, by the way. And oh, man, you did? it was yeah. more uncomfortable than uh, I thought it would be. They did one for uh, to like make fun of how the story of uh, Shimagami Tensei was incomprehensible. Boy, howdy, was there a lot of racism in that one, too. Oof. Holy shit. Because, um, like, in my, back, like I said this last week, back in my day, JRPG was not a derogatory term. It was, this is a this is a pretty good video game for the most part. You're probably going to like it. Like, Final Fantasy games are all fucking incredible. So, like, you're going to like it. So, yeah, I yeah. want to get another JRPG going. It's It's been really fun. I like the combat system, and I really like how the, um, you, your party members all have town actions they can do. They can talk to people and, like, steal things from them or buy things from them or, like, charm them. 
And so it's pretty cool to like, you can actually just get random town people to come out into dungeons with you and fight. And it's fucking crazy. And I love it. Nice. So yeah, um, Off of Traveler, pretty good. I played the pretty first like overall. two or three hours of that game when it first came oh, out. Yeah. What character did you pick? You remember? I don't remember. You remember anything about it? I don't literally. I remember the com- combat system. That's about it. Okay. Because you can pick any of the eight, and then the story sort of like is about you picking the other seven, and then going from there. So yeah, Octopath, I got it. Yeah. Um. About you, so you been besides Elden Ring, anything you been playing or doing in particular? No, I've been getting back into like TV and read and like read or watching TV for a while. So I just got done watching Poker Face, the Ryan Johnson show, which is a fucking knockout. I think Natasha Leon might be like my favorite actress now. I just think that she's like incredibly like magnetic on screen, and yeah. she plays a kind of character. Like she kind of gets typecast, but she's you kind of forget because she's just so damn good at playing the things she plays. So mm-hmm. I just really loved it. And it has some similarities theme wise to um, knives out that I really enjoyed. So, and the score for that show, if, they, if this show does not win a f- award for its fucking score, it'll mean that like Nicholas Bertel just went insane on succession season four. Cause I cannot think of a reason the show doesn't win it. Score is so good. Um, so yeah, I watched poker face. I do recommend it. Um, and I've been reading, you know, Neuromancer, some books or whatever. But yeah, not so. I'm trying to think of, I'm going to, before you get on your, your little soapbox, I'm going to watch Andor. Okay, mm. I'm going to watch it. I just have to get the energy to get a Disney Plus subscription again. and then mm. watch. Because then the thing is, once I get the Disney Plus subscription, I'm going to want to watch Mandalorian. But to watch Mandalorian, apparently you have to watch the fucking book of Boba Fett. That's another fucking eight hours down the drain. I got to spend watching some stupid shit. So it's just like so draining. And just to even think about watching those shows. You know, watch the other day. What'd you watch? On Disney, on Disney Plus. I, I rewatched The Emperor's New Groove. Great movie. Guess what? Fucking holds up. Yeah. Movie's probably like probably. an eight or nine out of ten. To be, to be fair. It's very, very funny. Also, probably the best thing David Spade ever did. Best thing David Spade ever did. <clears throat> I feel like we're not setting a very high bar <laughs> because David Spade doesn't he's I think he's a funny guy but he doesn't have a lot of like knockouts in his career <laughs> Emperor's New Groove might Tommy be the Boy, number maybe? one Tommy Boy and the Emperor's New Groove are probably the two best because Joe likely. Dirt is not a great film <laughs> yeah Joe Dirt I'll just say this at the time I think Joe Dirt was a very winning movie true I think but there are things about that movie that maybe if I were writing and directing it, I wouldn't have chosen. Um, mm. And the thing I mostly wouldn't have chosen was to do a sequel to that movie. Um, it was a Crackle original and trust me, is horrible. <laughs> One of the most putrid things ever put on. Oh, I gotta talk about something real quick. I just thought about this. Okay. I saw maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life recently. In 2023, the year of our Lord, we decided to remake, and I put in big quotes, in big quotes, remake the seminal 90s classic House Party, originally starring Kid and Play, um, was a very funny movie, um, you know, had a cool down-to-earth story, pretty relatable, even has a scene where they talk about police brutality in the middle of this high school Mm. comedy, and it was actually kind of interesting that they went that route. But they remade it this year. And once again, remake is in big quotes. Um, And I just have to talk about this because, one, and this pains me to say it, the movie is produced by one of my my favorite boys, LeBron James, and he is the biggest problem with the movie. Actually, I can't say that. I can't say he's the biggest problem with the movie, but he is one of the major problems with the movie. I did not know this was a remake of House Party. Yes. Because I saw the trailer for it and our mom wanted to go see it. Well, let me go ahead and tell you, I'm gonna glad I'm gonna be glad she didn't see that. Because I cannot imagine the harrowing experience of watching that in theaters and not hearing a single laugh for an hour and forty minutes. Ooh. Cause I say this with all into all all the sincerity possible this movie is never funny despite being a comedy 
There is not a single line of dialogue that even got me to sniff out of my nose. And it is, it is true. I mean, I'm sitting on my couch watching this and I'm just no expression, no nothing. Nothing about this movie affected me in any way. Um, and it, it's just so there. And there lot, there's so many jokes, quotes in the movie that are like the, the, the point of the joke is LeBron James is so cool. And I'm like, I get it. I like LeBron James, but I think it, with this and with the Space Jam movie he recently made, it's like, or he was—he didn't make it. He's in it, and a very big part of it. It's just like, okay, we—I love LeBron James. But we gotta cool it on LeBron being this cool. He's gotta be—he needs to be the butt of the joke a little bit more. And he just—it is just—it's an un- incredibly uncomfortable movie to watch from all angles. There is—I, despite the movie being called House Party, I cannot imagine anyone had any fun on set. It just looked like it looked like it was probably made in a couple of days and no one was invested in it. And that was it. It was so tragic. Can you give me an example of a joke that just didn't land? <sighs> Does anything even stick out in your mind that you remember? OK, I'm going to big spoiler alert for this movie that you should never watch for the, the yeah. place. So rapper Kid Cudi is in the movie um, playing himself. And at one point in the movie, the plot is that the villains of the movie have stolen LeBron James's uh, Cleveland Cavaliers championship ring, which he keeps on this big glass case or whatever. I don't know oh, if that's no. real. They steal it and they're like, oh, God, what the? Because the whole point in the movie is like they're not supposed to be in LeBron James's house. They're like two house cleaners who hatched, who get hired to go clean his house. And they hatch this plan that since he's out of, out, out of town for a week, they can keep the keys and throw a house party. Whatever. It doesn't, th- that really does not matter. But they're like, oh God, we got to replace the ring. Otherwise, he'll know that, you know, we did something. And then um, Kid Cudi is just like, oh, well, we can get one from the Illuminati. And they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm a member of the Illuminati. We can just, they're having a party tonight. We can go get it. And Smith, I'm not joking with you right now. They go to an Illuminati party, which is a horrible recreation of like Eyes Wide Shut, basically. I was going to say. And they murder people. They go what? Yeah, Kid Cudi murders like five people at this party because they get they get like How? exactly they get like found out as you know not supposed to be there or whatever, and then they get they, to to prove to get your way out you have to like fight in this like Thunderdome style thing where there's like big guys with like swords and like trash cans who are trying to beat the fuck out of you and like the main characters are about to get stabbed to death and then Kid Cudi comes up with like two knives or whatever and is like stabbing and killing and beheading people. And then they kill Kid Cudi, but it turns out, oh, wait, no, but it turns out they're part of the Illuminati, so Kid Cudi can just be brought back to life at whatever point. What um, the because fuck? They, and this is like, I'm sure this is supposed to, like, kill. Oh, this is supposed to be, like, hilarious that they're going to the Illuminati. I'm not kidding. This actually happens in this movie. I wish I was making this part up, but this truly happens in a movie called House Party that was made in 2023. So there's just no rules in this world. Dude, it's just it's Looney Tunes shit. You yeah, you but this isn't Space Jam. There's just Looney Tunes, no Space Jam. It's 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 truly incredible how how unfunny every single part of the movie is. It's it it's almost a feat to not have any funny parts. So that's rough, dude. yeah, that's that's exactly what I say. It must have been because I talked to a because a friend of mine actually saw it in theaters and he asked me, "Oh, have you seen this movie yet?" Because I assume he wanted to shit on it with me, and so I, I told him once I finally saw it. And I told him, like, I'm like, you saw it in theaters. Did anyone laugh? He's like, no one said a word during or after the movie. They all just watched it, got up, and left. Let's go to Waffle House. All yeah. Right, pick me up. So, <laughs> it is, it's truly, truly just, I, I had to go on that rant. Even though no one cares about this movie and no one should, it's mm. just so bad. And just don't, don't, if you see it come up on HBO Max, don't even fucking watch it. I, that is crazy to me. The first one was reading a house party, and second of all, that it's that bad. Like that's crazy. Yeah, I have no clue. Exactly. And I, I just why is LeBron James a big part of the movie? I don't understand. He he's, he big- produces. No, he's he's like a big. He has a big production company now. So he produced. I guess that they wanted to get the script picked up, and he's like, "Cool. By the way, we're gonna add a bunch of jokes about me in this movie." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Imagine if you had finished watching the the, the Space Jam two. And it comes up and it says, written and directed by LeBron James. How would you feel? 
if that had shown up. I would be I'd be shocked because I, I think that movie probably has a, a slightly more competent screenplay than something like House Party. <laughs> yeah. My um, God. Also, I can't. I, for some reason, in my mind, I can't. I just can't stop picturing the thieves of the ring selling it to Adam Sandler's character from Uncut Gems. <laughs> it's like a MCU fucking crossover. Well, the, the big joke is that they try to sell the ring on like some kind of like basically like a knockoff eBay thing. That's like the, the joke that ends up happening. T-Bay. Yeah. Also, the whole movie like like they they do this thing where they have like a three act structure clearly, mm. and then when you're about to do like the thing where like everything hits the roof. And then you have to like kind of be like, okay, and then this is what happens afterwards. They do the thing where everything hits the roof, and then there's one minute where they're like, and everyone lived happily ever after. Even though the thing that, like at the end of the movie, like th- th- one of the guys like goes to jail because LeBron James sues him for <laughs> breaking into his house. And then, oh, it, it, then like it goes from that to like one minute later, by the way, he got out of jail in a month. He got to he got to like, marry his favorite pop star and now i sold a beat to a famous rapper and i made so much money off of it i paid for my daughter's schooling for the rest of her life end of movie thank you also the main character of the movie makes like his his passion is like making beats and the beats uh, he makes are truly putrid ooh. i'm just like i they didn't i'm like couldn't you just hire like i don't know like mike oh, will right. made it or something to like just make a beat for this movie and just call it a day like why did you make the stupidest shit in the world i don't know i don't know i'm fucking mad about this movie i just want to say this because this has not even come out yet but i'm i'm fully on board i'm in the, i'm in the tank for this movie it's called uh no hard feelings so jennifer lawrence yes uh, i want to see this a, a comedy so, being put in theaters I, I did not know you could make movies like this anymore I thought, yeah. I, I thought we couldn't do this anymore i thought already already comedies that are raunchy were done with yeah, well, apparently different Lawrence will make one. Yeah, I suppose there's a a new comedy coming out, which I'm excited about because you you think about it, comedies don't really happen that much anymore, sadly. Mm-mm. And if they do, they like go straight to streaming, and all the jokes are about LeBron James, and it's like, okay, I don't really understand what we're fucking doing here. But yeah, I watched the trailer and I was like, this actually looks pretty fucking. So yeah, funny. this looks funny, and like I'm into it. Jennifer Lawrence is a great actress, so yeah. fucking let's do it. So. I'm excited. Somebody was like, hey, this is how you know we're in a recession. Like, we're, we're getting raunchy <laughs> comedies on again that are R-rated. Yeah. There's some people baby. in theaters. Because wasn't, didn't, didn't uh, The Hangover come out, like, right as we were getting into the, the first, the, the 2008 yeah. crash, I believe? So, you, baby, we're back. We're going to get some R-rated comedies again. Hey, if that's what it takes. <laughs> Put the economy in the toilet so we can get R-rated yeah. movies again. Now we need more R-rated action fi- films. That's what I want to see. I know. Please. Ugh. Alright, man. You want to call it a night? I think that's it. Alright, well, uh, this has been the Lineals Podcast. I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter still at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find the things that I write um, at indistinct-chatter.io our art was done by Marcus Barkley, who is sometimes our third mic. You can find him on Twitch at uh, MRC Beaches Gaming underscore Gaming. I That's believe. his Instagram. Oh, his sorry. Twitch is, I think, just Mister Beaches. Gotcha. He okay. has made his stuff needlessly confusing. So this is not on us. True. Uh, Theme song done by Ben Powell. Mentioned him earlier on Twitch at the Ben Powell uh, playing Resident Evil right now. Okay. Um, you can lead a horse water, but you cannot make it under it. Fuck the 2023 movie House Party. <laughs> um, we have stopped trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. From New Orleans to New York, that's the Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. <laughs>